Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit and joining me every week is Mr. Pedro. Good morning everybody. I'm Pedro's Creative Tech here at Adafruit and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing, DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. How's everybody doing? We're going to jump into Discord. We're hanging out in the live broadcasting chat room, so if you want to join us during the show, you can um, hit up the Discord server. The invite link is adafruit.it slash discord or discord.gg slash adafruit. We have the link up there in the little purple bar. Um, We're also hanging out in the other chat rooms, including YouTube, uh, Facebook, and Twitch. Good morning to everybody on there. We got Darren, mm -hmm. Chalker, Steve, EDE, and then over on the Discord, we have all of the usual suspects. If I can find the tab, right. <laughs> got Blitz City DIY Hello. hanging out, Mr. Certainly, uh, K Match 98, uh, Duester, Yanni, Yanni, Yanni Scoop. Thank you all for always hanging out every morning with us on 3D Hangouts. All right, Continue let's kick it off with keeping. Sure. If you'd like to support Adafruit, you can pick up a gift certificate, um, different different tiers, tiers? <laughs> yeah, different tiers of certificates. You can use those later when, um, when the essential orders are all caught up. Um, speaking of which, if you have any essential orders, uh, you can place your order via email or follow through the site. There's also a learn guide on how to do so. Um, COVID-19 at adafruit.com. But if you place your orders now, it will eventually uh, go out. Um, we're just helping out fighting the COVID-19. So check out the site, and if you want to pick up some stuff, you could also uh, use our supplier, DigiKey. You can check them out, and the various um, product pages will show uh, the DigiKey uh, link in There's all nice the products. There's a big red button right underneath the um, availability for that, and it'll shoot you right over to DigiKey, so you can order those products right away. They usually ship the same day. Yep, your orders support everyone on the team. This is just a little bit of the team. This is before the mayhem when yeah. we can do things like this. So hopefully um, we'll be able to do this again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so hanging out. <laughs> Hi, Paul Anzil uh, just uh, joined us. Hello. Good morning, Paul. Yeah. Do you want to jump into the Yeah, let's go into thing. this week's pretty sweet notification project. It's the Buzzy Box. We have a PL. We have a BLE project this week. This is really fun. This is a collab project with Liz Clark of Blitz City DOI. She's actually in the chat room. And uh, so this thing uses the Blue Fruit libraries. It is using a, uh, a Feather with the NRF52840, so it can do Bluetooth connectivity. And it uses CircuitPython. So it's using CircuitPython libraries to connect to an iOS device. <laughs> So what this does is it's using the Apple Notification Center service library that's available for CircuitPython. So it pairs with an iOS device, and then you allow it to display notifications uh, to the CircuitPython device. In this case, we are using the onboard NeoPixel to light up when an, an, a message has been received. And also we're using a haptic motor controller so we can make some cool buzzes and things. So it is connected to my my iOS device right now, and 
we can see here we have some notifications. We are streaming live on <laughs> the YouTubes. Um, so this will stay lit. The, Neo, the onboard NeoPixel will stay lit until the notification has been cleared. So let me go ahead and clear this one. And this one's uh, letting me know that I have another one to clear. This is um, Paul S Sellers is also streaming. <laughs> so if I clear that, you see the, uh, the, the NeoPixel LED goes away. So this is a pretty cool example of using Apple's notification center to trigger other devices, other Bluetooth devices. So this automatically connects and pairs uh, on start if you have already uh, paired your device. So you can just use the standard Bluetooth um, settings uh, in iOS to, um, to, to pair with the device. It shows up as CircuitPy, it's already connected. If you want to, I guess, pair with a different iOS device, you can use the forget this device um, thing. But it also has another handy feature. It has um, a built-in sort of timer. So it uses current time, which is a part of the Bluefruit uh, library. And it will go off every hour or every several hours, depending on how you set it up. It's written um, so that you can adjust the values, uh, notably like the, the timer of the mindfulness um, alarm, or you can change up the different colors. You can display different NeoPixel colors. Uh, and you can expand on it. So you can add more NeoPixels, maybe a NeoPixel strip. Um, you could trigger real audio. So if you wanted to say some things, uh, or trigger sound effects um, using the audio I.O. library, you could do that as well. So we have this in a nice little box here. Um, this kind of snap fits open. So this is a nice little top cover that has a little diffuser so we can diffuse the, uh, the NeoPixel that's on board the Feather. By the way, this is the Feather Sense. It has a bunch of onboard components and sensors. Um, um, input, uh, microphone input, um, I think a light gesture sensor um, accelerometer, right? I remember Lamar saying oh, that it's a bunch of the things that are on the clue board, but in a feather form factor. Okay, excellent. And of course it's a feather, so you can have ba battery powered and, and recharge your LiPo over the micro USB port. It has native USB, of course, because it's running circuit Python. So really, really neat. So what's cool about the, uh, the little um, haptic uh, motor, it's right here, by the way, is that it's uh, being driven with a DVR2605L haptic motor driver that has a lot of built-in buzzes and um, effects that has clicks and a lot of different uh, types of buzzes. <laughs> in the, in the, uh, the learn guide for the driver, there's uh, a whole list, there's a table list of all of the different effects that you can play with. There's like over a hundred of them. So um, they're really nice and you can um, uh, have a different buzz for a different event or a different timer. So that's really neat. Uh, so this snap fits open and um, you know it prints without any support material. I have the vibration motor uh, hooked up to this sort of an additional kind of cone. And what makes this vibrate louder is that it has a little bit of uh, clearance here. So it's able to shake. Rim. Yeah, it has, because that's how vibrations work, right? So I will just text myself. So the reason that you device. did that is because it was too silent when everything was all nice and the tolerances were nice and tight. Correct. So there it goes. It's buzzing. <laughs> yeah, so this is a, a, a press fitted thing here and it has a little bit of clearance so we can create that sound. 
So if we wanted to trigger something else, we could do that as well. But uh, using the haptic motor driver is a pretty fun way to do this. And there's our NeoPixel lit up. Um, so yeah, it snap fits. Uh, it has this uh, PCB mount that has, that holds all of the, uh, this secures all the PCBs with some, some M25 screws. And then we have this Honka battery here. Um, this is a 1200 milliamp LiPo battery, but any LiPo battery would fit in here. There's plenty of room in the uh, case. The top here and the back, we have a panel mounted toggle switch to turn it on and off and an extra button. This is the metal ball tactile button. Your standard button switch, momentary uh, button. It's really nice to press, it's easy to mount. Um, none of these are glued in here. This just press fits in there, a little hole there. And um, this is panel mounted with a hex nut and a washer. It comes included with it. Yep, using silicone wiring um, here because it, uh, it keeps the wires bundled together and uh, it's fairly simple to assemble. So we put together a learn guide on the assembly, the code, and the CAD files. So this just fits over like that. The press fits like that. I think this would be a really great case for an actual speaker or something of that nature, right? That'd be really cool. Um, and there's lots of things you can add to it, I think. More buttons, maybe a little volume knob or something. A crank. It needs a crank. Yeah. <laughs> so or additional action, since you can have this trigger, say, a servo or a solenoid or something like that. When you yeah, get that, is that is true. Liz also had a really good idea of uh, tying this in with Adafruit I.O. so that we could use something like a service if this then that um, to maybe work with an Android device or just trigger different um, services online. So that'd be cool. Yeah, so that's the project. Let's take a look at the learn guide real quick. It is um, under review, so hopefully this gets I uh, just published. published. I just published okay. it. It is published. We had yeah. enough people saying that the, that they wanted to start building. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's been copy um, edited and things, so yeah. And the code's been approved as well, and it's on GitHub. So let's go ahead and walk through the learn guide real quick. Um, here's all the parts that you'll need to build this. Of course, you could use different parts, but uh, these are the ones that we use in this project. It should fit any of the feather boards that feature the NRM52840. So if you're not using the Sense, you could, of course, just use the Feather Express that has the NRM52840. <laughs> and um, I got an email that my package was delivered. Oh. That must be our, uh, yeah. what is it called? The uh, Letty? Felty? Felty. Felty material. We're, we're working on we'll some talk about, masks. We'll talk about it in the 3D Hangouts show and tell right. portion of the show. Here's my, well, maybe don't show that. What was that? Nah, it's just the date and saying that it's been delivered. That's all. So I'll go ahead and clear that. Cleared. Thanks for letting me know, BuzzyBox, that my package was delivered. So I have some nice pictures. And uh, here's some prerequisite guides. We have a really nice learn guide for the uh, haptic motor driver. And if you go down here, we have some demo code that you can play around with if you just want to get the motor running. Nice little wiring diagrams as well. It could also work with the Raspberry Pi. Um, so we have a library for uh, Python for the Raspberry Pi, uh, very similar to the CircuitPython library, if not the same one. And then down here, you can see the long list of all the effect IDs and the ones that you can use. In this project, I think we're using uh, number 14. I recently switched it to, I think, 82, something like that. Transition ramp up, so it kind of sounds like it's snoring. I think, in my opinion, it sounds like it's like snoring. So that's a cool effect. 82, you can play around and switch out the ID fairly easily. And there's some more reading material here on how to uh, 
trigger different ones. And here's the demo code as well. So that's cool. That's a prerequisite guide that's linked here. We also have a, a nice guide for the feather sense. So if you want to know more about the feather sense, you can check that out. All the onboard components are listed here, pinouts, um, that sort of stuff. There's also some BLE examples you can play with too. Um, and then we have a dedicated guide for just using Blue Fruit, the Bluetooth libraries for CircuitPython. So if you uh, kind of want to get the, the basics of uh, using the library, this is a great learn guide um, for you. Excellent. Parts. Just about all the parts are there. Again, if you uh, want to pick up these parts, add a stock from Adafruit. But I think they're on DigiKey. There's a big Good red button. segue. Steven Campania on YouTube was, asked, was saying that he's on the waiting list, but I just quickly checked. If you click on the red button on all of our product pages, some of them do have that big red DigiKey button. You can go yeah. over there and see that I th it looks like it's in stock. I think it is. Yeah, I don't see any uh, quantities, so there must be more than 100 or so. so. Cool, that's up there. And so is uh, the haptic motor drivers and whatnot. Yeah, I think the haptic motor driver is in stock. Again, if you do mm. want to place your Adafruit order, you can. It's just the, the urgent orders will be um, prioritized first. So as it says in the top here, prioritizing COVID orders. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah, and this is also uh, available on DigiKey. Um, the uh, motor driver. Steve is saying that the feather sense is on back order, unfortunately. Yeah, back order uh, for availability. Okay. I see. Yeah, I wish that was up front more. You were trying to check out. Yeah. So, one note would probably be to see the actual quantity number. That gives you an idea. Let's take a look at the hectic motor. Yep, in stock. Here it is. Mm. Can ship immediately. So, you really want to keep your eye on that little piece there on the sidebar on the right side. Gives you quantity stock and if it can ship immediately or not. Yeah, it's a really cool little motor driver. So if you're working on a project and you want to kind of use vibrations. <laughs> or like you said in the video, some of the included um, things you can do with it is like taps and clicks. So yeah, it's got some nifty features for audio input. We haven't really tried that yet, but apparently it can, um, it can hum along with audio inputs. So, yeah, so it'll be interesting to be test neat. for next week's project, which is going to be a, a variation of this, but a wearable bracelet. Yeah, we want to take the same idea, um, maybe add to it and make it in a more wearable format. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So that's the home page. Again, batteries, you can use whichever LiPo battery you'd like. Um, yeah. Circuit diagram is pretty straightforward. Um, it's connecting to the haptic motor driver via I squared C, I2C. So you got your four wired connections there. Um, and the switch gets wired to the enable and ground so you can uh, turn on and off the voltage regulator so you can still recharge the LiPo battery while the circuit is turned off. Excellent. Now the button itself, the little metal button that we're talking about, I have it wired into the reset because once this thing is inside the case, um, it's nice not to have to open the case to hit the reset button if you want to update your circuit um, Python build, flash, different. If you want to put Arduino on there, having the uh, reset button broken out, I like to do that. But you could wire it to something else, and any of the available GPIO there. Uh, real quick, uh, for YouTube, it doesn't look like it went live yet, although the, um, the chat's going on it. Yeah, I didn't go live. Oh, boy, that's a real bummer. <laughs> Going live. 
You're Don't lying. worry, we'll, we'll download this and upload it. Continue. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks for that. So uh, the, Fusion the Fusion 360 source is available. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. I'm just going to get these buzzes all day, huh? It lets me know. I got a notification. It's working. Uh, so we can download the, um, the original source, which includes all the user parameters, sketches. <laughs> this is like, you're alive now. Let me know if it's turning off or not. Um, <laughs> uh, I have the files available on some of the repo sites, like Thingiverse and Prusa printers. So you can get the files from there. Um, because Fusion 360, that will uh, email you a download link, and that can take some minutes. Uh, the CAD assembly is, uh, is a bit of a fun one. It's a little bit different. Um, it's very modular. So if we wanted to uh, change the guts out, change the circuit, um, you could just update uh, the PCB mount and reuse the, uh, the front and back covering of the case. So I'm really digging these type of cases that have an internal PCB mount. That way I'm not having to, if I have, a, if I have to adjust, let's say, the positioning of the PCB, uh, make some room for wiring and things, I don't have to reprint the whole case because the PCB mount is what's really changing. So uh, I hope to do uh, some more projects that use this uh, design method. Now when it comes to like uh, PLA material, using translucent white material is the best for diffusing NeoPixels. So we have an Amazon link to some of the, some of the filaments that we really like to use. Uh, this, it, normally it has, uh, the color is called PLA Natural Clear. And um, you can see it's, it's, it's white, but it's very transparent. Um, so it has like this hint of white, but it's still able to diffuse um, very nicely. So uh, this is uh, the stuff. Unfortunately, it's unavailable. Um, so if you want to browse around, the key uh, term is natural clear. That's the name of it. And it comes in PLA. One of the other places it does look like it is available on is Ulti Machine. Ulti Machine. Okay. I don't know their website, but Ulti Machine is uh, a They've supplier been around of... for quite a long time. This is where oh, yeah. we used to get all of our filament from. We actually used to restock a bunch of their filament as well. If you go over to the PLA, and then uh, not the blue, there it is. There natural. There is natural. There you go. This yeah. one has a little bit of a yellow. Mm -hmm. Tint. I think it goes away when you print it. It but turns it out a little bit more away. whiter. Yeah, I think so. And um, if you want to take a good look at the uh, the part itself. And then we are ah. testing out one from Kodak of uh, all companies. <laughs> it's uh, actually a PLA Plus, so we'll see how those... Right. Uh, um, I actually have it loaded here as well. This one, mm -hmm. right? Looks like it's out for delivery later today, so yeah, they call we'll it. We'll test that out. Hopefully, it's not natural. like uh, stringy like the um, previous PLA Plus type materials that we've tested out. It's stringy? Uh -oh. Hopefully not. Okay, <laughs> right. So I was just showing like how translucent it is. At least this pigment from 3D Salutech. Um, you can see the battery in the back there. <laughs> it's it's see through. It's transparent. How about that? And then. Uh, um, yeah, it's just a really nice uh, material. So if you are looking for a way to diffuse some LEDs, this is some good material. White also works well, but this one just kind of mm, keeps you... The white you... doesn't work as Yeah, the well, white kind of washes out the, the color. The pigment 
definitely blocks. Yeah. So this allows like the vibrance to kind of show through mm -hmm. the, the true color or whatever. But uh, hey, and that's it. I guess I can talk about this stuff. This filament is from Filamentum. It's uh, called like Novel Blue. It has a little bit of glitter, glitter sparkles and stuff. I really need to turn this focus stuff off. It never focuses. Logitech is, uh, the Logitech webcams are infamously terrible at focusing. You just have to manually focus it. So there you go. Um, yeah, there's the USB port, right? Uh, this is, uh, we used to stock this blue, though our, our, the manufacturer um, has since not been chipping stuff. So uh, I don't know where to get this color from, sorry. It, it, it's like a teal blue or something, or aqua blue. I don't know what kind of blue. It's a, it's a type of blue. Oh, there we go. I'm running out of time. All right, so back to the learn guide. <laughs> uh, the uh, CAD files, uh, the parts, 3D parts are available on GitHub. So if you are looking to model something and you want to use some Adafruit parts, we have a good amount of them in our GitHub repo, and they're linked right here in this link. Check it out. Shout out to Liz Clark for putting together the demo code. Um, she put together uh, the various pages for you know, setting up CircuitPython with your Feather NRF52840. Um, this particularly has the Feather Sense, um, so just make sure you pick the correct um, firmware when you are uh, downloading it for your board. So just walk through that. A this funny walk, yeah. uh, comment from Liz saying that she realized yesterday running the code that the mindfulness aspect is basically an IoT cuckoo clock. <laughs> <laughs> cuckoo clock. Excellent. Uh, so this page will set you up with the library, so it walks you through just the various libraries that you need. You've got a handful here. Um, you, you know, some of these are particular to the, the sensors that are on board the Feather Sense. So if you're using a different Feather, namely like the Express that has the, uh, the NR52840, you probably don't need all of these. So just, they're just here so that um, they're there for you if you're using the Feather Sense board. So those are the libraries you need. Liz did a great job on walking through the code. This will just kind of show you the required libraries again. Here is the embedded code, which is on GitHub. So if you'd like to check it out, you can uh, check out the link. You can run through it. It's been nicely commented. And there's some, uh, some stuff up here that you can edit. And uh, they're commented here. It's really nice. And it's always useful to have a screenshot of what your CircuitPy drive should look like. So this one shows all the libraries and code. So Liz did the walkthrough here. You can see um, it's got images, and you can see uh, what you want to change. Um, it's very, very thorough. So check it out if you want to uh, dive deep. And a great example of connecting, pairing with devices over Bluetooth and using the Apple notification um, service. Yeah. So you can completely change up um, the various features and really make it your own. So definitely check it out. Here's a nice rundown on the mindfulness using current time service. That's a part of the BLE library. You see how the minutes for the hours are indexed as four. Very cool. And then um, it even will let you know if a signal has dropped. If the connection has uh, dropped, you will you can trigger the the uh, the LEDs to do stuff. Yeah. Wiring just walks you through all the different wiring. Um, 
since there's only one ground pin on the feather, um, it, I tend to share um, common ground. Hmm. The assembly walks you through just putting it all together. Um, you know, I list out the hardware screws. Um, they're a little bit lengthy, so you might want to double check on the length of your screws if you want to build this. But other than that, um, no glue needed. You could always glue stuff, but I don't think it's needed here. Just a couple screws. I use double stick tape. You could use, I should have used glue there. <laughs> That's about it, though. The usage page just walks you through um, pairing your iOS device with CircuitPython. It's fairly simple. You could use the Bluefruit LE Connect app, but you don't have to. You could just use the built-in Bluetooth settings of your iOS device. So there we go. That's the Learn Guide in a nutshell. So check it out. It's uh, published now. And uh, code and cat files are up there as well. Yep, I've been posting all the links to the Fusion 360 files as well as the 3D parts library on GitHub that you can use. You can grab the Bluefruit Sense uh, CAD file for that so you can use it in additional projects. Yay. Let me text. Yay. So one of the things I want to uh, explore is Snorbox. making like a Ninja Flex little ring to see if it uh, helps to dampen the little ringing, uh, uh, little ringing uh, sort of noise without completely silencing the buzzing. See how that works out. Yeah, I, I had a fun time um, trying to get knowing it what not to do. Yeah, making it audible. Yeah, um, a lot of the a lot of the methods I used was like it just you couldn't hear it. It, it, it's, it's not meant to hear, it's meant to feel, so mm -hmm. I don't know. Pretty interesting how we ended up getting Which it. Which should work. work out for the bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that's this week's project. Um, we're going to do the show and tell mm -hmm. in about four minutes. Yep, stay tuned for that. If you guys have any projects you want to show off, doesn't have to be 3D printing. We will post the link inside of the Discord, and you can come on. Showing off uh, your projects or your workspace or things your kids are working on yeah. if they want to check out. Also, pets are also welcome anytime. We stop by in about four to three minutes. We'll post that up. We're also going to be showing off this week's community makes. Yes, the time lapse Tuesday. So I'll quickly preview here. Yep, it'll be the time lapse Tuesday. This cool little mechanical phone holder as well as some. Uh, more prototyping that we're doing with um, these ear savers, uh, ear savers, and oh, I don't know what camera I'm on. These little ear savers and some DIY uh, face masks using the felty material uh, that Dano and PT and team are looking at. Some like little clips that we're looking at for uh, designing, so we can include it as a kit. So definitely st stay tuned for that. We'll cover that in your projects. Coming up on the live show and tell version of 3D Hangouts. Stay tuned for that. Alrighty. Later tonight, um, we'll have a full hour show and tell. This time, it's being it's being hosted by John Park. So this starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time. We hope to see you there. It'll run all the way up until 8 p.m. At 8 p.m., Lamar and Phil will do Ask an Engineer, full hour of open source hardware, new products, CircuitPython news, Python hardware, and much more. That's some of the secret stuff that's being worked on. Definitely tune in for that. Yep. Desk of Lady Ada is definitely happening. Uh, random hacker hours, random hacker dates, and times. Normally on the weekend, in the evenings. Or late at night. 
John Park is hitting up two shows a week now. He's doing Tutorial Tuesdays. That's what I'm calling it. Um, make. I think it's the Power code Hour. Code Power Hour. Mm -hmm. You can tune in. Um, I need a banner, John. <laughs> I need a banner for your thing. I'll go get that. <laughs> but you can see John Park's workshops every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Aaron St. Plain is doing a week, uh, video a week as well. Um, normally they get released on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, so mm -hmm. check them out. Shout out to Aaron St. Plain. And I forgot to mention, CircuitPython meetings happen every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. It is recorded live. Um, is it recorded? Yeah, it's recorded live and then published as a archive and to podcast services. It's a great way to uh, tune in with the community and the core devs that are working on CircuitPython. You can tune in live and add any contributions on the Discord if you scroll down on the left side. Uh, scroll all the way down to the uh, CircuitPython uh, little channel there. Excellent. And you can join in or listen live every week. Okay. So uh, we do the show every Wednesday at 11 a.m. We're always hanging out in the Discord chat as well during the live show. And uh, we're going to do show and tell now, right? <laughs> They're off to join us and stay tuned for show and tell. We hope to see you there. I'll post the link in the Discord chat room so folks can uh, get invited. Thank you, folks. We'll see you later tonight. But until then, stay safe. Yeah. Bye.